Welcome to Untamable, the podcast. I am Maggie Asensio, your host, and this is a fortnightly conversation with amazing individuals who have experienced massive changes in the way they live. Together, we embrace the challenges that come from not wanting to settle for just anything. We are the rebels and we want more in life. Listen as we unfold our vulnerability while sharing our deepest thoughts with you. Once you listen, you'll realize you are no longer alone. Are you ready for this? Let the magic begin. Welcome to another episode of Untamable. This week, I've got the beautiful Lydia Ivanova with me. Hi, Lydia. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Um, today is it's a bit of a special day, so it, it, it is a mark for me. And it's probably the best present I've got to be able to share my story. And hopefully there's someone out there who is going to resonate, will get inspired or learn something from this. And that is such a big gift for me. For those that don't know, it's Lydia's birthday today. So for her, it was really exciting to record this episode today. <laughs> I, I didn't ex- in, insist, but I was like, can we please? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember it was actually like me that said like, are you free this day? And then you went like, oh, yes, please, because it's my birthday. And it will be like the best, best thing ever. Totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> So guys, let me tell you a little bit about Lydia. Lydia arrived in Birmingham all the way from Bulgaria in the year 2009. She soon achieved her dream to study fashion and shortly after she completed her studies, she moved to London, where she has lived until now. The fashion industry proved to be a difficult one to get into, so she decided to get another job and gave an opportunity to the catering industry, where she has grown for the past 10 years. We all know that the catering industry can be as fun as stressful, and the work pace can definitely be hectic. After a few years of non-stop work and a few ugly experiences with toxic work environments, eventually she realized that her values no longer aligned with the way her workplace run, and she started to consider her role in the industry. In 2016, Lydia found herself facing another challenge when her long-term relationship fell apart. Lydia found herself in a bad headspace which affected her performance at work. During the same period of time, due to many changes happening at work, she was put under an ultimate level of stress. For a while now, Lydia had felt like change was needed in her life. She was ready for the real improvement. Is that right? <laughs> that is in short, very short summary. <laughs> so you, you, you are the, the protagonist here. You have lived this, this life and you have gone through these this very stressful challenges. So please tell us a little bit more about your story. Um, thank you for the introduction. I guess um, the, the main thing about my story, <laughs> that was a moment of... Um, really awakening to the fact that there was something that was not working for me anymore and when I was faced with there was like few events that happened in a really short period of time uh, one after another it's kind of like makes you really look into how how did you get there what happened what not mistakes but why are you there? So there was like one constant question in my head. How did I get here? 
And when you know that everything that you've done, it's, you know, hard work and trying to make people happy and working hard on your relationship, trying to make it work and all these things. And you just start questioning us, where did I go wrong? Um, and that's where I knew that there's a massive change needed. Um, the illusion of, you know, what we normally will say something like, you know, make paint the picture a little bit prettier, pretend that, you know, we're okay. Yes, I can live with that. I'm okay with that. And that could not longer continue because there were things that really were not working. And I could feel that through that about like 10 months of me being in a, um, between a job that, like you said, was um, very stressful at the moment. Um, there was pressure from every angle um, at the same time. Like you said, my relationship kind of fell apart. We were still living under one roof, but there was no communication and we would not see each other for like months. So I was in between my work, like waking up, going to work, where I was kind of like waiting for the next disaster to happen. There was a lot of firefighting and spending a lot of time there because there was no reason for me to go home. That was different kind of stress. So I will spend like 10 to 12, 13 hours per day working there, trying to make at least this work where my headspace wasn't really, my head wasn't there. Like when I was at work, I was thinking about um, my personal life and the other way around. So leaving everyday work, getting to a train station, then I'll be hit by something that I will now call like anxiety attack. Um, you know, I'll have shortness of breath. It was very heavy. So that was every day, like knowing that I need to go home. And there was no space for me to almost like feel safe or disconnect, relax, relax or any of this, because there's both two environments that were like extremely difficult for me to handle. Mm. And that's what caused, I guess, the fact that at the end of that period, I felt really, truly disconnected with myself. I, I was numb. I was like, I didn't know who I who I was. Um, I didn't know what I want, but I knew that it was it wasn't the place I wanted to be. Mm. And I guess this is a really good starting point for anyone that feels like they need a change. That so you don't really need to know <laughs> what is it that you want at that moment, but knowing that where you are, it's painful, and you're aware that you're not happy. And something needs to change is the best place to start it's um, affecting your health out. as well massively like I had so many breakdowns <laughs> during that time and mm. I remember going in the weekends uh, visiting my sister and that felt like the only safe space that I could relax and I would just fall asleep on the sofa and I didn't understand why like I'm not a person who's sleeping during the day um <laughs> Just but exhausted. I guess it just felt safe for me to just relax, um, yeah. not being in one of those environments that was um, very painful for me. So, yeah, that was my wake up call. <laughs> you know, like it was like the end of a period of time where I was um, resisting to that change. I knew the change was needed. I knew that things were not great. I was not happy um, at my job. And, you know, sitting in this time 
with myself um kind of looking back now it's it was super painful but I'm so happy that this happened and when we go through those painful moments no one thinks about like oh that will make me <laughs> a give me a new future or I'll pour the new Lydia out of this no you're in pain you're in the dark and um you only have you to get you out of there um mm. so it's it's almost like a survival mode <laughs> on yeah. the ultimate level that you just need to you know you either give up or you either pick yourself up and continue yeah it's very that's very powerful it's true like I guess that it is really sad that we push ourselves so much that we get to that extreme right that mm. that moment when we are just absolutely exhausted and we have felt so much so, yeah. so long that as you said you just there's a point in which there's no much much else that you can give and you become numbed yeah. and you just you've realized that you've you don't even know who you are anymore and yeah. it's just so, so yeah. yeah but then it's like that emptiness because you gave away everything you gave away all your energy trying to fix things to fix people to fix situations and there was nothing left for you and when <laughs> I I like I really like this concept like when your self-worth is really low like you're you have a really high shit tolerance you know <laughs> you accept things that they're not good for you mm-hmm. you stay in um, in jobs that are not right for you in environments that are toxic and you allow people to you know behave or tell you things that they shouldn't um it's difficult to stand for yourself when you don't have that connection with yourself when you haven't built that strength within yourself and you haven't tapped into who you really are like that truth of how much power we have in and we can find in knowing ourselves of like why we act in certain situations um why we attract experiences into our life and and going into that you know even relationship patterns that I've had it was a very powerful moment when my partner at the time turned to me and said and asked me, why now? Why are you living now when I'm ready to give you everything that you wanted? So when he asked me that question, I didn't have answers. I was, I just said, I don't know, but it stayed with me. And it was something that I knew that I needed to look at because I realized that I left my previous long-term relationship pretty much the same way when the person that I was with for four years was ready to give me everything that I wanted and it was in the space that I've been waiting for him to get to there um I left so there was like two relationships that I left when you know I was in a in a finally in a place where those people were ready to commit as much as I was committed um And that was really, I would say, one of the, the points where I really started to think, why, why, why would I do those things? Why would I leave at this moment? And I found my answers later. And that's where, that's where you find, when you get to know yourself in that deep level as to why you do, like, and see those patterns in your life and make sense of them like mm. why are you acting in that certain way yeah you find so much compassion 
compassion for yourself in those moments and you know that it, it's not just because you're like broken or something is wrong with you or not a good person or anything like that there is like a, such a deeper reasons for those things mm-hmm. and this is where you can sit with yourself and as painful as it, as it is um, and I can really say that this is one of the reasons people don't look into their lives and uh, spend enough time to really understand and get to know themselves because it's painful like I both of those endings caused me a lot of pain and knowing that um, I was the reason for first attracting these relationships into my life and this experience and then going through all this that there was no one else to you know blame on point or anything like that taking full responsibility for what happened it was empowering but it was also a lot of a lot of discomfort as well mm-hmm. just to, just to clarify like you didn't do you realistically didn't do anything wrong it's just that you outgrew those relationships right and by the time yeah. that yeah okay yeah that changed there was yeah. nothing wrong when and especially with my last relationship you know it was he was my favorite person and I could not see myself with anyone else for a long time um and there was nothing wrong in in that sense we, we had a great connection and there were a lot of good things. There were a lot of good things that people would have probably think I'm crazy for doing it. Hmm. But I knew that I wasn't happy within myself, most likely. So yeah. how can you give someone else love or how can you be full in a relationship when you haven't figured out like who you are? I've, yeah. I've got lost in like the, all these like 10 years of trying and pushing and um really giving it all but not in the right way I was giving it away and I there was nothing left for me so I was I was lost as a person so I really needed that um period of time just to refine who I am and 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 dig really deep into Mm. exactly what I say like those patterns understanding my behaviors and why yeah, I have to say that that is very brave, you know, I know that, yeah. that, yeah, looking back, you know, in that moment, like maybe you, you, yeah, you thought that way, you're like, what am I doing? You know, am I crazy wanting to walk away from this? Like, you know, I've invested so many years of my life, but mm-hmm. if anything, what I see, you know, when I hear your stories, like, well, you were very brave because you knew that you had outgrown the relationship. And even though there were a lot of good things in that relationship, it was time for you to move on and to, to make that decision, to take the step to walk away and trying to find something that's, it's going to make you feel truly alive again. It's not easy. It, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of you to, to take those steps. Yeah. So, okay, so you, you, you were in, sorry, sorry, I interrupted you. I think you wanted to say something. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I like what you said. I think that hmm. anyone that is brave enough to make a step toward uncertainty, it is brave in a sense that there's nothing on the outside that, is guaranteeing you that this is the right thing mm. but believing your body what what you feel in your guts your that intuition that's keep guiding you that there is a reason for you to feel this discomfort that there's a reason for you to feel like you're not in the right place this is where I think um, what gave me the strength to do it mm. I didn't know whether it's the right or the wrong decision I was questioning it up to the, the last minute. 
Um, so yeah, it's really a big leap to do it. Yeah. And I would encourage anyone who, who is on a fence of this, like if you're sitting and you're asking and questioning, are you happy? If you're questioning, are you with the right person? If you're questioning, are you the right job? I can tell you that most likely you're not you're if you're not. questioning it, if it's <laughs> in your head. But I'm not saying it does, a, you know, true for everyone, but it's definitely an invitation for you to look, why do we feel like this? And mm. is there something that needs to change and voice that thing, um, not numb it, not hide from it. It's the places where we need to go to grow. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think it's really big when you were saying um, about, you know, following one's intuition and pay t- uh, paying attention to the signs in, in your body. I was the other day I recorded an episode with um, Tracy Stafford and she was saying how she had been going through these, these like, period of change as well. She was kind of she had been thinking about moving away from from her business of 20 years and but she wasn't sure right so she had that that feeling it was about time she's just what she she was just kind of like oh should I do it shouldn't I do it she went to this this uh, random um party to to dance and there was this person that asked, that asked her um so what are you going to do for the rest of your life are you going to work at this you know place for the rest of your life and just that question you know made her feel this pinch in her stomach this thing you know and she was like instantly she knew no <laughs> so yeah it is so important to pay attention to your body because it's it, it's instantly it's like yeah it's someone asked you a question or you have a thought about your future and you get that pain in your chest the instant mm. you know your heartbeat goes like up like crazy and that's what your your body's telling you like no that's not for you <laughs> exactly yeah. um and that's where i feel like this is what is called self-love like even if you've been already a long way into abandoning yourself and and numbing all these things there's mm. always today that you can make a change because if we think about like growth and change and transformation is painful but it's so much more painful to stay in places that are not good for you anymore to be in in environments that are not good for your nervous system you know like Mm. how can you thrive and and create and and become who you want to be if your environments are not the right for you if everything is triggering you in so many ways and you're not aligned with you know the values or um the people around you anymore Mm. i'm not talking just about person like um partners and relationships talking about any kind of relationships around you friendships work colleagues so I've got a question for you one when you realized you know this is not right I need to change things around I need to feel better I I know that I can feel better what were some of the steps you took then because it is it isn't easy it isn't easy to figure out okay what what am I going to do next so could you share with us like what were some of the things that you did that you experienced sure um I guess one of the first times when I reached to a life coach was exactly that moment when you know my relationship fell apart the first time (laughs) um and I was sitting and I remember sitting on the couch for like two days staring at you know the ceiling and just not couldn't even process of how 
how did that happen and how did I go there? So I needed, a, I really had that massive need to speak to someone that is not my family or friends because, you know, they're very subjective. And I didn't want someone to just tell me, yeah, it's his fault or it's your fault or, you know, kind of start pointing fingers. I knew that there is something deeper into that. And um, this is the first time I reach out to a life coach. Um, and then after, so there was, you know, a period of time where we were separated and then we got back together, kind of gave it another chance. And that did not work mainly because of me and the fact that I was so messed up <laughs> in that, um, in that time that I just felt, and also felt like really different person after this period of time without, hmm. um, while we were separated. So after that, after, you know, I moved out from, you know, our place and started um, living by myself with, you know, share house. There was the time um, where like a simple Facebook ad got me into a seminar. Mm. Um, and the seminar was all about finding your purpose. And at that time, I was, you know, the one thing I was holding off was, I really want to do something meaningful. I don't know what that is. I knew that my career is not what I wanted to do. So that really drove me in, you know, finding this. And I found so much more in, in that seminar than just, you know, finding my purpose. This is where I start learning about, you know, our patterns, the ego, the shadows, hmm. like the behaviors that we, we adopt while we are children, how we react to, you know, our environment, the stories we create, and all these things. And I just remember sitting in the middle of this seminar and I was like, wow, why is why is no one talking about these things? Like, why is this not a common information that everyone has access to? Like, I didn't feel like I was living under a rock, but yet there was like concepts that were so new to me. Um, I could finally make sense of things. I could finally see um my life in such a different perspective and that was the moment when I started to realize how deeper that is that work is um, it's not just about you know achieving your goal or like creating a business or I don't know like finding your dream job hmm. it's about changing and evolving internally so you then you can start attracting the right environments and, and places and people around you yeah so I guess that was my first step toward that like um start learning about myself start questioning everything that I knew really you know like we go through life only especially as children you know, you, you kind of learn to be compliant to, you know, if someone's old, I don't know how is how you grew up, but in my culture, if someone's older, they always write and they know the right. Yeah, you have to obey the rules and you have to obey. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, they know better. And then, mm. you know, start questioning whether the decisions I've made, the, the um, places that I was or the right places for me. And start building that confidence. And I guess one of the biggest steps toward building my confidence back was making that decision to change, you know, my life and, um, you know, leave a relationship that was no longer 
something that I could see myself in. Mm. Um, and in those moments when you make decisions that are good for you, <laughs> that's where you start reconnecting and, and being like, okay, I'm here for you. I, I want to take care of you. And that's why we do this. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter how hard it is because it was tough. It wasn't a pleasant time to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one thing that was certain for me is that I was in the right direction. I, I didn't have to um, abandon myself anymore or like to run away from the discomfort of where I was and, you know, being afraid to face conversations, to hurt people, because through that period of me getting to that decision of like, I need to say something here, hmm. I was so concerned about everyone else. Hmm. I was thinking like my, the reasons that it took me quite a while was I didn't want to hurt that person because I love him so much. I didn't want to hurt people around me. I was thinking, you know, my parents, his parents, everyone else I was concerned, but not myself. <laughs> and that was wrong. That was where you know that that's not the way it should be. We should look after ourselves first. Yeah. And then, you know, we can't be responsible for everyone's experience. Yeah. If we, we don't, if we are not the ones that choose ourselves and put ourselves, our, ourselves first, yeah, exactly. no one else is going why would to. I cho- why, why would I expect someone to choose me if I can't choose yeah. myself? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is so true. <laughs> So, right. So then you went to this, this workshop and that was like completely life-changing for you. You learned all these tools, you started analyzing your behavior. You started looking into, you know, your, your childhood environment, the beliefs that you had grown um, with and, and started questioning everything and, and make changes and adjust to the person that you had become now. And that is just so empowering, right? <laughs> Just to, yeah, just to discover and to, to realize that you actually have control of your, over your life. We think that we are powerless. We think that we, yeah, as, as you were saying, you know, we're so worried about everyone else, what everyone else will think, how they're going to react. And we, we want to um, please everyone. We, we keep mm-hmm. giving to that, the people pleasing. That's, yeah, we, we really miss the point. And when we finally get back on track, it's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I should have done this years earlier. Oh God, that, if there's one regret that I had, I was like, I wish I woke up to, I'm not talking about <laughs> relationship wise or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I wish I woke up to that world of what you just said, the mm-hmm. power that we have. Um, Cause, oh my goodness, that is the real game changer. Um, knowing it is, it does hurt in the beginning when you're like, oh my God, I've attracted all these pain and suffering in my life. But then you're like, well, if I've attracted that, that means that I can actually attract something different. Yeah. You know, and understanding why this came into your life and then start making different choices. And um, if I can give an example for people to understand, like how those behaviors are showing up, Hmm. like I grew up with a lovely mother that I love a lot, but she she was and she's very much disconnected from her own feelings and like very emotionally unavailable so as a child you know like everything you want is like love and if someone is not emotionally available to you what you experience is a lot of rejection in some shape or form I'm not saying my mom doesn't love me I know she does 
But, you know, like I had those moments where my affection or the love that I was giving was not received in a in certain way or I never had that deep connection relationship with her. So guess what kind of relationship I've attracted into my life later? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like understanding this um, and the fact that my ego was addicted and I would say this like clearly addicted to rejection Hmm. this is what it took me so long to leave this is what caused me the biggest pain because you're like with my conscious mind I'm like yeah I'm looking for love I want this to work and all this you know all these good things knowing that this is painful to experience and yet you can't make that decision because in my subconscious mind love was equal to rejection because this is what I received from my own mom, which yeah. was the person who supposed to show me and give me love, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if every time I would look for love and find rejection, um, this is how this is how we make our decisions. You know, like that's why you like you start painting all the red flags green and you know <laughs> pretending that you don't see them and you know it's not it's not that I didn't see them it was I wasn't ready to admit that they're there yeah like for a long time you had assumed that was the normal (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah like just accepting it as Mm. standard (laughs) yeah oh I can totally understand that and I think that I've seen you know I'm 31 now I've been married for four four years four and a half years now and um in the first couple of years, yeah, I saw a lot of my mom in me and the things I said, the way I got angry all mm. day, I would snap really quickly at, at my husband, uh, Daniel, and and then I wouldn't understand where this anger came from. And then I would, you know, like go back and think about my childhood and how my mom, you know, my mom is it's great. She's great. I love her very much. We have a great relationship, but that's the way she she's like we're Spanish, you know. We yeah, react. Yeah. We, we're very explosive. A lot of passion we're, in there. Yes, we're explosive. We're passionate, and whenever her and my dad would have a disagreement, that was the way that she would react. She would snap instantly. She would just shut him out, and and um and that's not healthy either. Like, it's communication is so important, right? Um, and I realized that when I see my parents that they struggle to communicate, and that they've been married for thirty plus years, and they still struggle to communicate. You know, and. And if anything, that's that served as a as a as a red flag for me. So I nope, <laughs> walk away from that. You know, you just realize, you know, that's not how it's supposed to be. Communication is so important, and and yeah, like how, it gives you the power to to make things better, to not repeat those those mistakes in the past. Yeah, it takes time. It really mm-hmm. takes time. And if there is one thing that the self development industry is really um not in good service in a way of you know having that message of like yeah you I can tra- transform your life in like one day or like one week or whatever how long that <laughs> program is no you can't like there is it, it takes time I fall back to my old patterns so many times even though I was aware of them I'll catch myself like halfway through you know yeah um and it's super painful like to to be like after you've done so much work and you're like why why am I doing this again why am I doing this again and that's where you have to sit with yourself <clears throat> in in those like <laughs> very dark moments where you feel like 
you felt and the whole judgment thing starts going on in your head. And it's painful, but it's in those moments when you find that acceptance of where you are and you create a space for you to, you know, just be an observer of what's happening, the compassion and the empathy. This is where I feel like transformation happens within the pain and we're so afraid to go into dark darkness and we run away like the opposite way when like but and by doing this we are like not accepting that you know the wholeness of everything and everyone like there is you can't have light if there is no darkness like we have have a day without having the night you have the sun and the moon like there's always this duality between those two but if you refuse to accept one of them you know like if you keep refusing to go into where you know it's painful I think that's when people really disconnect and really start looking for outlets of like how to transform that tension because that builds tension with you and tension needs to go somewhere. Tension never dissolves into the air, you know, yeah. it needs to come up. And, you know, that's where people start drinking and taking other substances just to numb, just to go through one more day or whatever yeah. that is. And I feel like it's very, it's very, important for people to understand that pain is part of our life and darkness is part of our life and it's in with these moments that we can um create that bigger container for who we are so then on the other side of the spectrum then we can um we can also be happy in in such a different way like find gratitude in the smallest things because you know where you've been. So every step you take toward, you know, moving out of that place is like a little miracle, you know, yeah. like you know, <laughs> the call, calling a friend when you don't feel like, you know, like, mm. or, you know, getting going for a walk when you don't feel like. Yeah. This is where like, you are like, I'm not giving up. <laughs> yeah. I want something better. It's, it's funny you say that, um, you know, there's, there's, there's two sides, there's dark and there's light and we need to go through it all. And it is so true. I was recently studying this course on, it's called the science of happiness and it's an online course by the university of Berkeley, California. And, and, um, this psychology department focuses a lot on positive psychology and they're all about understanding happiness. And one of the things that they say is that it's completely unrealistic to, to uh, believe that you can be happy all the time like if you were happy all the time you there would be something really wrong with you because there'll be yeah you will have (laughs) well yeah no but actually like you would have a a problem in terms of your emotions you know your Mm. there will be a physiological problem with you because you are um designed to feel a huge range of emotions and those negative emotions as well pushes to to um to go through changes and if we don't experience them we can't grow so it's very very important that we that we understand that we remember that but because we have uh, you know social media all the time telling us how good everyone has it we've got this mm-hmm. a completely unrealistic expectation that our lives if we don't live like um the kardashians and and we have this amazing life that everyone seems to have we have it really really Something bad is wrong with us yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> anyways, I just want I wanted to ask you something because I know that you are slowly like changing career paths. You are now you have studied studied coaching. Well, you're currently studying 
coaching and um, you are uh, becoming this expert in breath work, right? It's it's a great technique as well that, that um, I yeah. know very little about. So I want you to yeah. I have practiced box, box breathing before mm. to, you know, go through periods of, of stress and dark times as well when you're not feeling great. So could you tell me a little bit about breath work and what you do? <laughs> of course. Well, well, breath work is, I found just, um, obviously it came into my life whenever it was supposed to come into my life. Um, I was ready for it. And going back to <laughs> like the pain and, and, and releasing of emotion, this hmm. why I was so amazed by it that um, with the help of only the breath, you can get into a state that will help you tap into yourself um I love when that saying of open your heart and and sit with the truth of who you are you know there's like your body takes over and there's no more control there's your your mind is no longer in control of it you know you you don't rationalize things and you just feel and when you feel you don't have to find an explanation of why you feel this you just mm-hmm. know that there is an emotion somewhere stuck in your body something that you suppress that needs to come out and if there's something that I preach is you have to feel it in so you can heal it right yeah. and this is what breath, breath work gave me and this is why I'm so passionate about I feel like we are so used to putting those masks and trying to be strong every day like in that culture of like hustling and you know everyone is supposed to be a millionaire by 22 and it's just crazy the pressure that we put on ourselves and society and you know like all the boxes that we need to tick in certain ages and we numb this like we numb the judgment that we receive Mm. from the outside world every day and especially the inner judge as well um and that creates that gets those emotions stuck if you if you haven't given yourself the time and space to grieve to um, release those emotions they can be just there and they can keep you stuck for a long time mm-hmm. um, and with the breath it's just easy it's easy to to access this yeah. um, and it's so powerful that we have this in it's free <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you can do it any any day that you want to do it um and it's almost like going back to the basics and relying on our own body to heal itself because mm. i am i'm very certain that we have all the answers and our bodies are so powerful and we are like this perfection in so many ways <laughs> we just tap into it understand and honor it yeah, I saw that you had um, um, also like, recently hosted your first face-to-face, <laughs> which is a huge deal these days because I'm coming. First uh, face-to-face uh, workshop in London. And I saw yeah. in the in the pictures that you posted on Instagram how everyone was, I guess it was like a yoga studio, right? And everyone was yeah. um, laying on, on these mats on the floor and they were wearing these eye masks and mm. they were wrapped in, in their comfy blankets. <laughs> and so, it, and then you were just walking around and just telling them you know teaching them how to breathe and on top of telling them like how to breathe like is there is it 
because I have never experienced a class like mm. that. So I'm really interested. Yeah, um, sure. Do you also use, is it similar to meditation in some ways? It is similar to meditation and, and it's actually very good for people who struggle to meditate. Mm. Um, it's a different kind of meditation in a sense. And um, so, yeah, you saw me um, walking around. Um, so I wouldn't, I was guiding them. Um, I would tell them like the breath like technique in advance and they will just start breathing quite intensely for like 20 to 25 minutes. Um, there'll be music, which kind of helps to tap into, you know, those emotions. Um, and there'll be me talking and just kind of giving them nuggets onto like, you know, what is it that you're holding back? And, and when you, when you breathe, and like I said, there's like that moment after the, probably the 15 to 20 minutes of breathing, mm -hmm. That's where, you know, your ego switched off and you're left only with you. And when your body takes over, that's where the emotions start coming up. So there is a point, there was a point that I had like everyone um, releasing those emotions. There was, you know, a lot of like tears and in a, it was beautiful. It was mm. beautiful that these people show up for themselves and, and we're ready to face this, to, to release those things, even though they were, I'm pretty sure they didn't even know what they're about to go through, which is the beauty of it. <laughs> I don't warn people. I, actually, I'm trying to warn that, like, you might be crying like a baby, but they're like, no, no, I don't cry. And I'm like, okay, let's <laughs> You'll <see>. after that. <laughs> Oh, you, you need to do a workshop online because uh, obviously I'm in Australia, so yes, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. London I'm actually planning soon. another one and yeah. it's going to be online. And Yay! <laughs> I am so joining that one because I really, really want to try the experience. I've heard a lot about it, yeah. but never tried. So it's very interesting. Yes. <laughs> Magic. It's like um, really, oh, how can I put that into words? It's so easy to access hmm. a part of you that we don't access every day you know yeah. facing that the truth or um feeling overwhelmed kind of sense of love and gratitude at the same time for yourself for others being able to forgive yourself being able to visit um you know the inner child within you um it yeah it's powerful it's powerful so i'm on a mission on spreading that <laughs> Thank you. And thank you for doing that. Thank you for sharing this with um, us. And I'm sure that you, your business is going to be really successful and it's going to make a huge difference. difference. Um, so I've got one more question before we go today, because we're leaning towards the end of the episode. And um, yeah. I think this is, this is a very important question. So if there was a piece of advice that you could give your younger self, um, and that can also serve to some people in, in our audience who might be going through a stressful time or a, a similar situation you were going through in terms of your relationships or your work, stressful work life, and they're ready to make a change, and but they, they're still struggling with, you know, taking that mm -hmm. step, what would you tell them? Hmm. Okay, I can talk about this for like hours. <laughs> but I'll try to put it well we're gonna have yeah we've got like five more minutes so <laughs> well, well I guess um I think our suffering comes from the fact that we have that we paint a picture of who we want to be where we want to be at certain age and time and 
how things supposed to happen and we suffer when our reality is very different to that and the more resistance we have to this is the extent that we're going to be keep suffering and sitting in that story of who we were supposed to be and where we were supposed to be as where we are hmm. um and by saying this I want to acknowledge that where you are is is the perfect place to start anything that you want to. Um, What helped me was really starting to invest within myself, not just money, but a lot of time. Um, Start being very conscious of the the content that you consume. Netflix is not going to help you grow. (laughs) Um, It's not going to create the business that you want. It's, It's just making those small decisions throughout your day who do you talk to where do you go how do you spend your time it's so important um and also when you're in that transition period of okay you made some changes and you kind of want to see the results there was like Mm -hmm. such a long period for me where I I knew I was changing I was shifting I felt different but I could not see that from the outside world. My reality was, you know, not showing this. There was no confirmation. And I struggled at this moment where I was, I'm doing so much work. Why I can't see it. Yeah. And this is where you have to hold on and have that faith, you know, like mm. that you are going to the right direction. As long as you're doing things that are good for you, it just takes time. Yeah. This is what I'm going to say. Like there were many dark moments where I felt like maybe giving up or like tired like exhausted I was like I don't want to see another quote I don't want to see another (laughs) video I'm done I'm tired of pushing I'm just gonna sit here and just Mm. be Mm. and and then you grow out of this as well (laughs) you know you need to kind of um, process things so I think yeah there is light on the other side there is and the more you keep choosing yourself in the decisions that you make the more you ask yourself what's good for you and just learn knowledge I love my favorite Dr. Joe Spencer. he says knowledge is power but knowing yourself is self-empowering there is mm. no one can take away from you what you've learned yeah those hours that you spend reading or listening to people who inspire you who put your soul in to fire and no one can take this because when you're listening and reading and um choosing to consume that kind of content and information this is where the the little shifts happen and that start building and building and building they're giving you a different perspective they're giving you a different angle so once you your awareness start growing then then you can make better choices for yourself and then you can make choices out of um not fear Mm. (laughs) but knowledge and knowing yourself and knowing how your mind works um knowing your patterns knowing what you normally would do in that situation and being like okay that was who I was before I've changed I can make different choice now yeah, I think that knowing as well that you actually have a choice 
And that's, that's, exactly. you, you can't choose to invest in yourself like you did to seek for, seek for um, help mm. and go and talk to a coach and, or a mm. mentor. And, and when you're in those moments, when you can't see things because you're in the middle of the storm, you need someone mm. else that is not going through, through those emotions to help oh, you. Yeah. yeah. Reframe the whole experience and, and see things from a diff- completely different perspective. So I think mm. that was something that you told me the other day, um, and I think it was it was very important, and it is very important that we mention it here now. Is that the, the need to destigmatize uh, the idea of you know being investing in in ourselves is is, is selfish. Mm. You know, like no, it is yeah. not selfish. We have to prioritize our well being, and and if mm. anything, we're being stupid by not not doing it. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to say that there because um, I think it's it's very important. It is. Um, that was the, the first moment when I signed up for that workshop. That was the first moment when I got a credit card. <laughs> you know, I've never relied on anything or anyone as an income than myself. And that was a stretch. But I was so certain that, <laughs> you know, I want a change. And that was what you know mm. gave me reasons to keep going um and it was the best decisions that i've made probably so when you stretch yourself in those ways there's no way that someone can like i said no one can take away from you the knowledge that you have uh, and what you invest in within you you know items you know they go <laughs> you have a house you have a car whatever that is like when the you know your head hit the pillow in the evening if you're not happy none of this matters if you're not you don't have that like if you don't become your best friend and you don't know yourself and you're not um you can't you don't have that peace within you those items are like such a short-lived happiness yeah so definitely um don't be afraid to invest like like such a big percentage of my budget every month goes to you know courses and books and whatever that is that <laughs> I, I have a problem with books those, but every time I'm like so excited <laughs> when a book comes in <laughs> um so yeah, yeah I guess yes that's it's, that's it's never my... gonna be wasted money yeah no no <laughs> Mm. that okay. Gucci bag no 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful but it's not beautiful. necessary <laughs> um. oh, it's beautiful but it's not necessary yeah definitely yeah. no I have to agree with that and yeah I I was very scared of spending money as well on this coaching course that I did and I was worried mm-hmm. about spending thousands of dollars and starting counseling but that, you know then you look back and no actually you look forward you know and, and then you can yeah. see you you have that vision of where you where you can yeah. go and what you can do with your life and how you can help others and and make a difference and it's just yeah it's so worth yeah. it so I agree with you an investment in yourself is never going to be wasted money and it's yeah. something that all and of us should be, do more often yeah and there will be time when you will start seeing the fruits of this um I have I have people like who called me or texted me after years not seeing me when I put myself in the internet, you know, like went mm-hmm. live with my business. Um, and they'll call me and be like, oh my God, like what happened? Like you look so different, you look confident. Um, you know, what is your secret? And I was like, well, 
I can tell you what my secret is. I'm not sure you want to walk that walk. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, finally, there was a conf- like confirmation from the outside world to yeah. reflect that those changes that I made were not just internally, but now they're like, people can see them can as well. And I appear as a different person. I'm not going to say a better person, but a different version of me. Yeah. So where can our um, people find you? You're um, on Instagram, most, right? <laughs> I'm most active on Instagram. Become, becoming Evermore is um, the name of my um, company. And my website as well. It is pretty um, simple, becomingevermore.com. Yes, I would love to connect and um, talk to people. One of my missions in life is to, I don't know, like help anyone that's on that journey, you know, mm. to have the person that maybe I didn't have when I when I was going through through yeah. this. I know that there is um, there is no shortcut in any sense, but we can definitely do with the help of someone to speed up that process um, somehow for us, or just hold a safe space for us and. Sometimes that's all you need, someone to believe in you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So guys, just remember, it's um so you have to go to Instagram and the name is becoming underscore evermore. And I think you've got a link tree link as well in your bio where you can just click and you can reach out to Olivia if you want to talk to her, mm-hmm. see her work, chat to her, share your story with her and uh learn from her beautiful work that she does every day i love your instagram i love your posts they're very inspirational so keep up the good work (laughs) and that's it for today i have to say thank you thank you so much for sharing your beautiful story with us very inspiring oh thank you so much it's like i said it's a little bit surreal for me to you know five years later from you know where i was and i told you where i was to now be able to you know talk about it in such a different way and with such a different perspective of of that experience yeah so yeah it was great to talk to you to share those things um with people i do hope that you know gave someone a bit of a nudge <laughs> gentle oh, I'm nudge. Sure it will. i'm sure it will <laughs> more than a gentle nudge i'm pretty sure that many people in our audience are going to be like that's it i need to change <laughs> I need to do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And I'm going to say goodbye. And the details of where to find Lydia and uh, the details of School of Vida and Untamable, the podcast as well, are going to be on the description of this episode. So you can check those out. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening.